Hey, it's Mark Zimmerman. I'm the President and Chief uh, Operating Officer of Renner's Warehouse Houston. I'm so glad that you decided to click on this video today. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the basic, basic concepts of retiring rent rich with rental properties, right? Retiring rich with rental properties. Uh, before I start, just let me remind you that we are a property leasing and property management company here in the greater Houston area, and we would love to help you find a tenant. We'd love to help manage your property. We'd love to do both. Anyway, enough of that. I just wanted to throw that out there though. So let's talk about the basics of retiring rich with rental property. So when we talk about that, I always like to reference what got me into real estate literally 21 years ago. And that was, I had read a book by Robert Kiyosaki, who I think a lot of people have heard. If you have never heard of it, have never read it, I think you need to. And that's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So this is old school book, but I read it 20 plus years ago and it totally changed my life in terms of what I was doing at that point in my life versus to where I am today. And that is his his thoughts about rich dad, poor dad in general, but I really focused in about how to basically retire rich, right? And in his book, he talks about really, there's three ways to earn passive income. Passive income is that mailbox money. Passive income is that money that you make without having to do anything, right? Passive income. And he says in his book that there's three major ways of earning passive income, right? Number one, is to own income producing stocks and bonds, right? Uh, a lot of people do really well with that. It's a great way to go. I seem to be the guy that's really good at buying high and selling low, I'll be honest. I don't even really do that. I Back in the day when I started investing in, in the stock market before I started buying properties, I used to just throw money into an index fund, right? The S&P 500 fund and that thing would return pretty good amount and I just would put money in it and forget it. So I don't do that anymore. I put all my money into real estate. I don't recommend you doing that either. However, that is the one way that you can earn passive income is to own income producing stocks and bonds. All right. The other way he said that you can retire rich with passive income is to be a bank. That doesn't mean go work for a bank. That means Take the money that you have and loan it out and make the interest on that money. Well, I'm not in a position where I got millions and millions of dollars where I can just loan out and make money on. So might be an opportunity for you, a great opportunity. In the past, I've loaned money and made money on giving people money to invest in real estate. I'm okay with that. You may be in that situation too, but that's the second way of earning passive income to retire rich. The third way is income producing real estate, right? Income producing real estate. So as you can imagine, what we're gonna talk about today is the third one, income producing real estate. And I'm talking about residential rental properties, right? That's what we seem to talk a lot about. So I'm gonna give you a very, very simple scenario that has worked for lots of people and you may have heard this before, you've thought about this before, and that's okay. 
I'm not going to go into the details. I'm not going to really crunch some numbers in this. I'm going to talk on more of a broad level. So don't comment that I forgot this or I forgot that or I didn't say this or I didn't say that. You're absolutely right. We're just going to keep it very simple and very basic so that way you'll understand the concept of owning real estate so you can retire rich. Okay? So let's talk about this. Let's let's I like talking about examples. So let's take a house that's worth today $200,000, right? Buy one of those in Houston all day long. So you have a house that's worth $200,000 and that's what you buy it for. We're not even going to buying properties at a discount and yada, yada, yada. That's a whole nother video that we talk about. Let's just say there's a house worth $200,000. You pay $200,000 for it is what you agree to purchase it for. And let's be very conservative and say that you have to bring to the table plus some of your upfront expenses, 25% uh, of that or $50,000, okay? Maybe you gotta get a loan and they want you to bring 20% down, which is kind of normal in the long-term lending industry to do a long-term note. Although in another video, we talk about how you can get around that as well by using short, hard money and then having it refi into a long-term note and you get around that. But anyway, I digress. Let's say you're out $50,000 to buy that $200,000 house, which is about 25% of the, of the purchase price. Now in Houston, houses typically rent for about 1% of the rent. So today that house would rent for about $2,000 a month. 1% of the rent, $200,000, carry the two, take off my shoes, count on my toes, $2,000 a month, okay? Let's say that you put it on a 15-year note. You know, there's 15-year, 20-year notes. Let's just say, to make it simple, you put it on a 15-year note. Now, I understand that the shorter your debt, your debt length, the more your payments are every month and your cash flow is going to shrink. And in another video, we talk about cash flow, two different videos, but that's okay. For me, I'm willing to make a little less cash flow every month in order to get it paid off sooner. Now, a friend of mine, what he does is he puts it on all of his rental properties on 30 year notes, but then he doubles the payment every month where effectively he's gonna pay off those 30 year notes in about 18 years, another way to do it. And his thinking, which is totally smart and a good way to go, is that if something ever happened, he could still make that lower payment for a short amount of time and then get back on the double payment train, right? To pay it off early. Now, for me, I know me. I just need to know what my payment is, I'm paid every month, and it's just a habit for me. So that's why I go with the shorter uh, term loans on my rental properties. So let's say you put it on a 15 year note. So you do that, 15 years go by, right? You bought it for 200,000, but really it was only 50,000 out of your pocket. You get $2,000 in rent. The tenant's paying you rent every month and you're turning around and paying your mortgage with it and your insurance and your taxes and maybe some maintenance stuff every month. At the end of the day, 15 years from now, what do you got? Well, First of all, you've got a property that has appreciated over the last 15 years. In another video, we talk about appreciation. Appreciation is how much the house is worth and how much it increases in its value of worth every year. 
So, as I talked about in another video, in the greater Houston area this year, we're on track to do have about a 19% appreciation rate. Woohoo! Bam! Last year, Houston appreciated at about 16%, 2020. Wow! I can tell you I've been in Houston now for almost 30 years. We've averaged about 6% appreciation. In this example, just so you know I'm not blowing smoke anywhere, we're going to use a very small appreciation rate of 3%. Well, guess what? If a house is worth $200,000 today, it appreciates a little tiny 3% every year. In 15 years, it's worth $311,000. It appreciated $111,000 over that 15-year period at a 3% appreciation rate. Okay? What else do you have 15 years from now on that $2,000 a month rental? Well, you also cash flowed about $54,000. And again, I'm not going into the big meat cut and grinding details on this. What I do is I just figured, you know what, let's figure in about 300 bucks a month cash flow, right? My mortgage is 1,400 bucks and my insurance and taxes is, I don't know, 300 bucks. That leaves me with about 300 bucks cash flow. Now I know it doesn't take into account maintenance issues every month that you want to plan for for the certain dollar amount. It doesn't take in your management fees if you're smart and have somebody manage all your properties for you so you can go sit on the beach. But let's just say for fun, as my stepmom used to say for funsies, uh, 300 bucks a month, all right? Cash flow. So over 15 years, do the math, very simple, $54,000. So you got a house that's worth $311,000 now, sitting 15 years from now. And I've cash flowed $54,000. And remember, my total investment on this was only 50,000 bucks. Cash flowed $54,000. $311,000 it's worth now, and I only had to put up $50,000. Now that's of course assuming that your tenant stays for 15 years. You're gonna have turn costs, you're gonna have leasing costs, you're gonna have a whole bunch of other stuff, so don't beat me up on that. We're just going very simple, so it shows you the concept, okay? So, what else? In 15 years, we've, we've gone back to the future and we're in the DeLorean, we've gone 15 years in the future. What do we have now? Well, we've got a choice in 15 years because my house is completely paid off in 15 years by the tenant mostly. I always say 70, 80, 90% of the mortgage is probably paid off by the tenant, depending on your vacancies. Anyway, so what I got in 15 years? Well, I got a choice. I can either keep renting, right? That's a choice on my house that's now completely paid off by the tenant. And just remember this, if you choose to keep renting, the house is now paid off. Not only is all that rent now coming into your pocket, meaning instead of cash flowing 300 bucks after you pay your mortgage and your insurance and your taxes, that $300 cash flow is gone. Now you got all your rent minus your insurance and taxes that might be 400 bucks a month by that point. But you have no debt service. Remember this, I haven't said what the rent would be that you would subtract those expenses from because it's not $2,000 anymore. As properties appreciate in value and markets go up, rents go up too. At, at Renters Warehouse, we increase the rents 3% every year automatically on the lease. The tenants that sign our leases agree to a 3% rent increase every year right off the bat. So let's take that 3% increase in rent every year. Guess what? Instead of your rent being $2,000 a month, 
Now your rent 15 years from now is going to be about $3,000 a month, if not more. So do you see now that you're also putting a lot more in your pocket now that you've got your mortgage paid off, which is paid off by the tenant, because that like 20 times. That's crazy. Your annual yield at that point in year 15 is like 48% off of what your cash investment is. Bam, and I can give you the math on that if you want to hear it as well, but I'm not going to bore you on this one. So option number one is keep renting it. Option number two is to sell it. You own it free and clear, right? Well, guess what? You could sell it and you're going to make over $360,000 in profit. Because think about it. You got the $54,000 in cash flow you got every month. You got $111,000 appreciation, right? That now makes it a $311,000 sell instead of a $200,000 sell. You add all this together. And again, not talking out for all, not taking into account all the other stuff that I'm not going to drill down on. We're talking basic concept here. Your return on investment's over 700%. Sell the house, make $360,000 in profit. Well, that's a pretty good deal on a $50,000 investment 15 years ago, right? Not bad. Well, how about this? What if you, instead of just bought one house 15 years ago, you bought five houses? Easy to buy five houses in a year. I was buying eight to 10 houses a month and I was buying them at a deep discount. You don't even have to buy at a deep discount when you're gonna be a landlord. It's a great thing to do, but you don't need to get all focused on that. So what if you bought five houses 15 years ago? Well, that means 15 years later, you've got five houses that are worth over $1.5 million each. $311,000 times five. Well, over $1.5 million. Easy, right? Because they're going to appreciate the same. If you bought five $200,000 houses for $200,000 each 15 years ago with a 3% appreciation rate, they're worth over $1.5 million. Not a bad little payday. And think about it, if you sold those five houses 15 years from now, when you figure in the cash flow that you made, that simplistic cash flow number that I gave you, you're looking at over $1.8 million of profit that you would make if you went ahead and sold them. But going back to Rich Dad to Poor Dad, right? Going back to Robert Kiyosaki, let's think about what would happen if you kept those five houses. Well, here's the deal. In 15 years, those five houses are now grossing over $15,000 a month. $3,000 a month in rent times five houses, $15,000 a month. So now you're grossing $15,000 a month, but in 15 years, if you put them all on 15-year notes, you don't got any debt service. You don't have any mortgage. So the majority of that money is going to your pocket, less property taxes, property insurance, and again, some of the other stuff that we like to figure in, like the management fees or the maintenance, vacancies. And we can talk all about that in another conversation. But in this general example, if you take out the insurance and the taxes, associated with those five properties every month, you're still probably going to net about $12,000 a month net in your pocket. I don't know about you, but I can, I can live on $12,000 a month when I'm 80. It's fantastic. We'll actually be sooner if we do 15 years from today. I'm old, but I'm not that old. More like when I'm 70. Anyway, also remember this. Every year, the rent will go up a little bit which means that the net in your pocket, which 15 years from now is 12 grand, is gonna slowly creep up as you increase the rents. So that net in your pocket's gonna go up every year. So now what you've got is you got a really nice retirement account, right? You got five properties completely paid off, 
by the tenant. And so almost all the rent's going in your pocket. Now you can go sit on the beach somewhere and relax. Here's also something nice. Now you got something you can leave your kids. My wife and I totally would like to leave each of our five kids a couple properties. A couple, three properties. Do I have to leave all of them? Might want to sell some so that way we can go take a trip around the world before we die. Maybe we want to sell one to pay for the cool funeral I'm going to have when I bring in, you know, I don't know, whoever's still alive at that point that's an 80s rock band. Anyway, so you got something you can leave your kids. Beautiful, right? Now let's think about this. We talked about doing one house and holding it. We talked about doing five houses and netting about $12,000 a month on five $200,000 houses that appreciated to $311,000 and the rents went from $2,000 to $3,000, right? Not bad. What if you did that with 10 rentals or 15 rentals or even 20 rentals? That sounds like a lot of rental properties, but it's not. You could buy four or five houses a year over the next three or four years and then call it and put them all on short-term notes, short meaning 15, 20 years, and unless you're really old, you're going to have a really nice retirement. And we're talking $30,000, $40,000 net a month, if you're thinking about that, that you're going to have to live on if you do that. So that, my friends, is why people buy real estate to hold. That, my friends, is why cash flow is important, especially to put away in a separate account so you can afford those repairs when they come up and you can afford those make readies when the property needs to have a turn and a make ready done. But it's all about buying those properties now so in 15 years you got a completely paid off house by the tenant that now you can retire rich, sit on the beach, have a lot of fun, keep your day job until then and really celebrate your life. So. I hope this was of some value to you. I know it was simplistic, but hopefully it shows you the concept. And this is something that people do every single day and they do it successfully. And I know you can do it too. Hit me up if you ever have any questions. I love to talk real estate. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. I'm Mark Zimmerman and I'm out. Thanks for watching everyone. We really hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, please hit the like button and subscribe below.